Welcome to Foibles, where my mom and I record conversations we have anyway. I'm Zoe. I'm Zoe's mom. Oh yeah, that's right. I have a name. It's Frida. <laughs> Hello, dear listeners and great readers. I'm going to start up again with uh, my mini recommendations. This is Rita, by the way. And uh, Zoe may pop in every now and then as she feels moved to. Uh, that's fine with me. But I just wanted to give you something a little extra between our monthly episodes. I thought you might enjoy some recommendations. And uh, since I've forged ahead and read them, I can tell you what I think anyway is really worth your time. And today I want to honor Toni Morrison, who just passed recently. Great, great American novelist. She is the real deal. She won the Pulitzer Prize for her novel Beloved and a, a Nobelist and has more awards and recognitions than My Arm is Long. So she will be missed in the literary scene and by all of us readers. Today I wanted to talk about one of her novels that I think is a little bit overshadowed by Beloved. And Beloved is her masterwork. I totally acknowledge that. But Bluest Eye, which she wrote or published in 1970, is really a very fine work. It, it affected me as deeply as Beloved did. It's a smaller, shorter book, and it's about a young woman, young African-American woman named Percola, who lives in Lorraine, Ohio, and that is Toni Morrison's hometown. And I mention that because it's not far from where I grew up in Akron, Ohio. So I know that area, and it was very interesting for me to read a book about that area from a completely different point of view. An African-American woman who was raised in a different uh, socioeconomic class and saw a whole different part of the society there. This book has really moved me deeply. It's something I think about frequently. I do want to give anyone who's considering reading it a trigger warning that it does have a, a fair amount of sexual abuse in it. I just want to warn you about that. Morrison as is her want tells it with great power, but also with no extraneous or gratuitous titillation to it. It's very, I wouldn't even say it's raw. Um, it's not really raw. It is real. It is penetrating and it is moving. And I think that anyone who would read this book would just benefit greatly from its point of view and from everything that Morrison brings to it. She is an what I call an embodied writer. She's someone who I, I feel she sifts all of her great intellect and her ideas and her experiences through her physicality. And then that's why her writing is so powerful and so strong, so strongly impactful, I should say. So I, I really, really recommend that you read this book if it's a subject matter that you can handle. I also, of course, recommend Beloved. There's no question about that. But uh, I, uh, I was deeply moved by this book. Brings me to tears. So readers, I had that great little snappy ending there because I was starting to really tear up. But I really wanted to come back and tell you a little bit more about the book. I realized I was so wrapped up in my own feelings about it. I forgot to sort of clue you in that this is a book about a, a young woman, an African-American woman who lives in a world that does not love her. A world that reflects back to her ugliness and disdain and a world that does not hear her or see her for who she is or who she could be. And therefore, she cannot find her way. She cannot find her way to who she is, to her own voice and to pride and love for her own, uh, her own looks. Uh, for her own darkness, for her own hair, for everything that uh, that she is. It gives a great, clear viewpoint of what African-American women have 
really suffered and also what anyone suffers. It, it, that's the greatness of it. You can translate it into anyone's experience who has been in a world where they are invisible or they are not loved. They are criticized and hated for who they are. So it is both specific and it is universal, which is the mark of a great, great writer and a great book. It also is a mark of maybe the fork in the road for Toni Morrison herself because the description of the little girl when you read the description of her and then you look at a picture of Toni Morrison when she's very young the girl is similarly looking to, to Morrison so it, I would conjecture that a lot of the hatred and the criticism and the impact that uh, white society had on Percola was the same thing that Toni Morrison experienced herself. I, I just conjecture that. And that Morrison, the fork on the road she took was the fork to finding her voice, hearing herself and seeing herself the way she really was and becoming the great writer that she became uh, versus this poor girl is almost the road not taken or there but for the grace of God go I. And again, I was very moved by it. So I'm going to wrap up again with thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us out an email to foiblespodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Great.